0: Fasten your seatbelts It's going to be a bumpy night You guys up for a toga party? Toga! Toga!
1: I think I like the idea, Hoop Toto?
0: I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore
1: Frankly, my dear, I don't
0: give a damn Wait a
2: minute, wait a minute You ain't heard nothing yet It's alive, <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive, it's alive Take your sticky paws off me, you damn
0: dirty ape Welcome to me. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Hey, Sarah! Hey, Sarah!
1: Welcome to Classic Movie Night with your hosts, Anna and Sean Allen, tonight's episode, The 1980s. Three classic Mr. Mom, starring Michael Keenan, Terry Gar, Martin Mole, and directed by Stan Dragoti. Hi, Anna.
2: Hello.
1: How are you doing this evening?
2: I am doing okay. But I was ready at midnight, and now it's midnight 30. Midnight.
1: I, w- I didn't know we we're recording tonight, so I wasn't fully ready.
2: I know. I just thought I was clever saying it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, some equipment failed, right? When, and I was like, hey, let's podcast tonight. I was like, okay, let me put the equipment together. Oh, this isn't working out of third away. Luckily, I had a backup, so. We got it. We got it. So, what's our update, Anna?
2: Our personal update?
1: Yeah. How's this week been?
2: This week has been weird, I feel like. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like mentally I've just been in a weird space this week. But we had Easter. It was very simple. Um, I brought... Well, Owen and I dyed Easter eggs together. That was pretty cute. He really liked it.
1: I took some pictures...
2: Yeah, I haven't seen them yet, actually.
1: You have not.
2: Um, I repotted some plants that day. That was good.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty chill Easter.
2: Yeah, we just stayed home. We didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I also worked on Easter, so...
2: Easter typically is not our biggest holiday.
1: True that. Um... But yeah, so other than that, I mean, just kind of the normal stuff for us.
2: I didn't draw last week's movie.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking about that today.
2: I just didn't know what to draw, but I think I have an idea now.
1: You got to draw something every week, Anna. I know. I think the people demand it.
2: I don't know. It's a hard one. I was thinking about maybe drawing just like the... A skull, like, trying to put on makeup somehow. Yeah. Um, but that just sounds like it's going to come out creepy and weird. I don't really know what to do with it. It's a weird concept.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
2: Um, but I'll draw something. <laughs> I'll probably just draw last week's and this week's together whenever I do that.
1: Yeah, just doodle something quick for last week's.
2: I don't know. I want it to be good. I just don't have a good idea. Yeah. And I need it to be something that's within my capabilities. So, we'll see.
0: We'll
1: see. Um, the computer died this week, and I had to fix that.
2: Yeah, the RAM.
1: Yeah. At so, some
2: point, somebody spilled a drink on the computer, and our RAM got wet.
1: The motherboard, just in general, got um, like a, like it was like soda or something, and it got sticky. But it was mainly focused on the RAM portion of it, where the RAM sticks are. So right,
2: that, and Sean went to clean it out, and that's when one of them broke.
1: Well. So, I've been kind of thinking of upgrading, and my buddy was curious of what kind of RAM I had, so I pulled a stick out, but I think that that's one particular stick, I think that's been messed up for a while, because I did some tests on the computer like a week or two ago for speed, and then I did those same tests with just one stick in there and i was getting the same like percentile and stuff on it so i think that one stick has been dead for a while and i just never noticed and that's why the computer's been a bit sluggish so anyway fixed the computer upgraded we're good
2: just some background sean built our computer and it's very pretty and awesome yeah, it's nice. Also, that story could be completely false, and Sean could have just wanted new RAM and bought new RAM and told me that that story happened.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's, that's
1: not true. Lo- I low key have been wanting to upgrade the RAM for a while, but this story is a hundred percent true.
2: I'm clueless either
1: way. It could be. I have the stick up there, and you could see. Okay. Okay, I believe you. It's messed up. And, uh, now it's time for, uh, wiki, uh, movie wiki stuff. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Mr. Mom is a 1983 American comedy film originally distributed by 20th Century Fox. And it was directed by Stan Dragoti and produced by Lynn Lauren and Lauren Scheller and Aaron Spelling. Um but a big reason why i was kind of hyped up to watch this because it was actually written by john hughes
2: right i chose this movie thanks to my friend jessica who suggested it when i told her that i wanted to do a movie that was a little more lighthearted than what we've been watching um i wanted something that was just going to be like a fun movie to make us laugh a little bit and that's exactly what this was so i'm really glad that i chose it
1: yeah it was a fun movie um and anyway, so Michael Keaton stars as a, so he's a four-load Detroit auto, automotive engineer who becomes a stay-at-home dad and takes care of the three young children as his wife returns to career in advertising industry as an, exec, as an executive at, at a large agency.
2: Right. Hold on. I just want to say, too, that neither of us had seen this movie before.
1: Yeah, I, So
2: we're coming into it with completely fresh eyes.
1: Is this the f- first movie that we've watched where neither one of us has seen it?
2: Oh, no. There's been others. Has there? Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. I don't remember. I just feel like we've been on a pretty decent roll where all the movies have either been I've seen it or you've seen it. Yeah. And I actually don't. I could not find on a quick search the production value like how much it costs to make the movie but i found that it made 64.8 million dollars at the box office office which i'm suspecting
2: that's a lot for back then yeah i'm
1: suspecting that this movie was probably uh profitable because it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot into it
2: oh yeah definitely um One of my trivias is, is, I'm just going to say it right now because it's not a big deal, but um, Michael Keaton, this was his first like big time pay movie. This was his first major role.
0: Yeah. Was Mm -hmm. it?
1: Yeah. 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 And they, um, that makes sense because, you know, a lot of people like after this, like when he got the role batman everybody's like i can't believe that they cast mr mom to be batman Mm. so
2: can i just say too he is so charming in this movie i've never been a huge michael keaton fan but this movie kind of i can see why there's like diehard michael keaton fans out there (laughs) now
1: Does does it make you kind of want to watch more like early michael keaton stuff
2: yeah a little bit he's really he's just so charming yeah. He's like he's like the cute dad guy
1: that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, are you ready to move on to trivia? Yes, I am. And now it's time
0: for trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: All right. I'm just going to get right into it. So Chevy Chase, Michael Douglas, Steve Martin and John Travolta were all considered for Jack Butler, which is Michael Keaton's character.
1: Couple of them, I could see it. Couple of them, not at all.
2: I'm kind of glad that Michael Keaton... I honestly loved him in this movie, so I'm just glad that he got the role.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, trivia,
0: trivia, trivia.
2: Michael Keaton and Terry Gar both have a relationship to Batman. Michael Keaton obviously was a Batman, and... Terry Gar guest starred and was uncredited in Instant Freeze in 1966, and then later had a regular role as Mary McGuinness in Batman Beyond and uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. That's fun. So that's kind of cool to know.
0: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Ron Howard was asked to direct the... Oh, really? Yeah, but he turned it down in order to make Splash.
1: Oh, okay. That's fine.
2: Yeah, we're glad that Splash exists, so. Um,
0: trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: According to Jeffrey Tambor, the shot of Michael Keaton knocking him out was done in one take. No, oh, nice. Yeah. In an interview with the AV Club, Terry Garr revealed that when the producers pitched a movie to her, they hid the plot reversal. They just told me it was about a guy who does the work that a woman does because it's so easy. And I went, oh, yeah, it's so easy. All the women I know who stay home and take care of their kids, they go, oh, yeah, this is easy. Hmm. (laughs) Reading that quote felt kind of weird.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a little funny because over – I've been back to work now since January. But before that, I basically became a stay-at-home dad for a while for oh yeah we can get personal with this one yeah so I was able to we we didn't we don't have three kids but I was able to relate a bit
2: there's ways that our kid feels like three kids sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I also wanted to say too that and I lost my train of thought
0: (laughs) trivia trivia trivia
2: (laughs) It'll come back to me. Dang. Um, Alright, so there was a spinoff of this uh, in the form of a TV show in 1984. Um, Let's just
1: talk about a remake or uh, sequels? Do you want me to wait? Yeah, just talk about it now. No, just talk about it now. We would just skip it later on.
2: Alright, well, um, except for John Hughes, credited for characters, and Stan... Dragody credited for the story the cast and crew were completely different it doesn't say anything else about the spinoff so I
1: mean that kind of makes sense because it was what like tw- 35 years later yeah 30 yeah somewhere around there 83 36 years later you said it's 2019 right
2: no this one was in 1984 oh then there oh. was another one in 2019 oh, okay, okay. So literally a year later, they made a spin-off TV show. Um, sorry, I kind of stole that section. Oh, no, that's fine. But now we have that out of the way, I guess. Um, okay, so I guess Michael Keaton's breakthrough role was actually Night Shift, but this is the one that really put him on the map with people. Okay. I think. Um. There's a whole trivia tidbit about the chainsaw. Do we want to hear that one? It's kind of long.
0: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Here we go. The chain on the chainsaw appears not to move even though the engine is revved. Yes. This is because the chain brake is engaged, which is a safety feature on all modern chainsaws that doesn't allow the chain to move even when the engine is revved and at a high RPM. Yeah. Honestly, when we were watching it, I just thought that they like added the sound in, but they didn't. It's actually the chainsaw. Mm.
1: I totally noticed that the chain wasn't moving.
2: I did too. Yeah. That's why I thought they added the sound. and It was just fake. Oh, okay. But it says, normally you would make the chainsaw stall by revving it with the chain engaged or it would bog down when you try to gun it but most likely the chain was not connected to the chain sprocket and welded to the bar for the movie as a real chainsaw, would spray out oil all over the place as the chain moved. Indeed, Rob would have been sprayed with hot chained lube if this were a fully functional chainsaw, and Jack would have some very vicious chain oil to clean up that he sprayed all over the house. Oh, man. So that's a long one. <laughs> um...
0: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: This is the third feature film made by television producer Aaron Spelling, who recounted in his memoir, I couldn't find a film that was suitable to take my kids to, so we made one.
1: You, I've heard that kind of story from um, Hollywood types before. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, like they would make a kid's movie or something at least resembling a kid's movie because they had never done something like that before.
2: Right. This movie okay, felt really common. genuine to me. I remember what I was going to say earlier. What was that? I was just going to say how the whole premise of this movie is that... It's a little... Well, it is. It's a little bit sexist because it's called Mr. Mom. Yeah. But also, he is a dad. So, it's kind of saying, you know, in the title. not Not necessarily in the movie, but in the title... It's drawing you in by saying, "Hey, this guy is gonna take the mom's role," and he did, and he did. But he is the dad too. So, and she's the mom still, even though she's at work. I just wanted to point that out because it's obvious, but it is true. (laughs) Like he's the dad. Dads can take care of their kids,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more common now than it was back in 1983.
2: Well, still, you know, like, um, just saying.
1: And even now it's still a bit taboo. How so? For stay-at-home dads.
2: Yeah. And like a working mom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, people still say it's stupid, but whatever.
2: We kind of have taken, we've taken turns, I feel like. And there have been times where we were both working- you know. Yes. It's just been kind of whatever is working for us at the time.
0: That is true. Yeah. Do you got more? I do. Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Um, The second feature film, this is the second feature film written by John Hughes. It doesn't say what the first one was. Um, the funny thing, Michael Keaton turned down Splash to do this movie.
0: Oh, that's funny.
2: So, that's pretty
1: great. It all worked out in the end.
2: Yeah. And that's all my
1: trivia.
0: Trivia, trivia, trivia. And now,
1: on to the movie.
2: Can I just say, too?
1: Yes, you can.
2: Terry Gar. Yes. She is the mom, also, in The Black Stallion which is one of my very favorite movies. I have two favorite movies and Black Stallion is one of them. Actually, I kind of have, I have a lot of favorite movies. Okay. But like there's two that I hold in the highest regard.
1: Yeah. When this movie started, Anna's like, I'm all for Black Stallion.
2: Yeah. I was looking at her and I was going, where have I seen her before? I know her face. I can see it in. A different movie in my head And when I realized it was Black Stallion I got really excited because I thought I had never seen her in anything else But it turns out she is also in Young Frankenstein Which we have podcasted already Yes. Um, And I just didn't realize That that was her So well, now I have seen Three of Terry Garr's movies how about that? I think I've seen the Batman Beyond movies too But not since I was a kid
1: The Batman Beyond was an uh, animated TV series Was it? Yeah. It was the Batman, the 90, like late 90s, early 2000-ish time frame where the Batman is like a feature Batman Okay. and he had like a red Batman symbol. Does that ring any bells for you?
2: No, but the title does.
1: Yeah, it was pretty popular.
2: I probably watched it. I, I was obsessed with Batman I, when I was a kid.
1: It was one that I was never into. I never watched it. Is around that time, I was kind of growing out of cartoons for a stretch of time. so And now I'm back into them as a full-grown adult.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we're both, we love the Marvel movies and the DC movies. We are superhero fans.
1: Yes. By the way, no, we should wait to talk about this. Okay.
2: Are you going to remember?
1: Yeah, I'll remember. Okay. Let's talk about the movie. So we open up with uh with a shot of the house and then the alarm going off and the mom waking everybody up what did you think at this point anna
2: i was just taking it in i was thinking where do i know her from <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we get that and then we we get the first like real laugh of the movie with the uh, the shower pants
2: yeah that was great <laughs> he gets in the shower all tired and he's still wearing his pants mm-hmm. that was yeah that's good. when i knew okay this movie is gonna be good because that's such a genuine moment yeah. that's not something you just think to put in a movie yeah you know like that's good writing yeah. so
0: the
1: part that kind of um did that for me was just a moment later like the kids are all eating breakfast and stuff. And he comes downstairs and then he uses the baby milk for his coffee.
2: Yes. I laughed too. Yeah. That was so funny. It's so genuine. Like when you're in a family situation, you're kind of just taking whatever you can. I mean, like you're doing what you can with what you have all the time yeah. and he's late for work. He's just like, give me some of your milk. Cause it's convenient. It's right there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And then uh, he takes off for work and then we get the carpool scene where we see, like, uh, there's a couple people in there, um, including a young Christopher Lloyd.
2: Yeah, I was excited about that.
1: Which I honestly like. I see him, you know, he's obviously one of the, they have him as one of the main cast of this movie. It's because of who he is. But he has a—he has very little screen time in this movie. It's he's a barely, small role. He's barely in it.
2: He yeah. did this on a weekend. Um, you know, like filming for him was a couple hours. They yeah. were like, hey, we got Christopher Lloyd for two days. Let's uh, get these scenes in. That's how it felt to me. Yeah. Um, yeah this was also the youngest I've ever seen him because I have seen Back to the Future, but he's wearing all the makeup and stuff. Yeah. In, that, in those movies. So this was the youngest I had ever experienced Christopher Lloyd. And that was exciting. Okay. It makes me want to go back. We should go back and watch
1: what, an old, some of... Old Christopher Lloyd. We should watch like early Christopher Lloyd. Well, he did... He was in the... Um, he was in a lot of TV before that.
2: Before Mr. Mom or before Back to the Future?
1: Wasn't Didn't he do TV? Be- no, he was in some movies and... TV for some reason I thought they okay Taxi is what I was thinking of 1978 to 1983
2: I have never heard of that that was like
1: his big thing before Mr. like and then he did Mr. Mom and then Star Trek 3 and like that's when he started getting bigger and bigger roles and then Back to the Future obviously probably about when he blew up right Oh, I don't know. Like, blew up, blew up. He's been
2: acting for ages, though.
1: Because Back to the Future, then he did Clue.
2: No, he would have blown up before Mr. Mom because he was accredited as a main character in that.
1: I know, but I'm saying that, um, like, I think Taxi would have been big enough for him to get that credit in Mr. Mom. Mm -hmm. Because Taxi was big. That was a big show. Gotcha. So, uh, anyway. And then we cut to the factory, and um, Mister uh, Mister Keaton gives his inspirational Jack gives his inspirational speech to the factory workers because they're worried about getting laid off. He gives his Rocky speech. Right. You you commented on that. Do you remember what your comment
0: was?
2: What I said was. This Rocky conversation is about the Rocky movies. Is every conversation about the Rocky movies?
0: <laughs> Classic.
2: They're all asking him which movie was it. Who was the coach? Is the is the is the trainer dead or alive? Yeah. Like which movie was it? Which one were you watching? Yeah.
1: And then and then we quickly cut to uh, Crisper Lloyd getting laid off.
2: Right, and he's trying to attack his boss. Yeah,
1: he's, like, choking him out.
2: And then uh, Jack comes in and he's telling him, hey, calm down, man, it's all right. Like, I can't believe you guys are laying this guy off, but don't attack him. And then they're like, you're fired too. And yeah. he's, like, goes to over the desk to attack the guy as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I just want to point out, too, it, that scene kind of ended with all of them in a fight pile. And the one guy... Who doesn't I don't think he had any lines or anything He was just like in the room He was like
1: an assistant or He's something.
2: like trying to help
1: It's like he's trying to pull him off But he's just kind of leaning up against them
2: He's just leaning backwards up yeah. against them Like his position is completely wrong And it's kind of hilarious I wonder if that was on purpose <laughs> I wonder if he just thought it was going to be Like a spoof scene that they were going to redo But then they were like you know it's funny We'll just keep it in there
1: That's it Cut yeah. Let's move on. And then um, there's a quick drunk taxi ride home. We see Jack getting out of the cab with his box, and Christopher Lloyd is, you know, saying "stay in touch," but you could tell that they've obviously been out drinking. Mm-hmm. And then it um, goes inside, and the whole family is lined up by the door, dressed all nice.
2: Yeah, they heard that he got laid off, so they're all just. Waiting by the door to make him feel good when he gets home. Mm-hmm. But instead, <laughs> I don't know. I think he did like he did like the greeting. But he says, what's for dinner? And she says, Colonel Chicken. <laughs> and
1: he says, we can't afford that.
2: Yeah. I think it's, we both thought it was funny. She called it Colonel
1: Chicken. Yeah. I just kind of figured because I can't use... Because by them saying that, it's basically, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, but they didn't have the rights to say, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. So. Yeah, or Kentucky KMC. Fried didn't
2: pay them, so they didn't want to say it.
1: Yeah, or, yeah, something like that.
2: I like, I want to call it Colonel Chicken from now on, though.
1: Okay, we'll do that. Okay. And then uh, during chicken, during chicken, during <laughs> din- <laughs> yeah, okay. during dinner, they, um... Jack wants to have a hundred to one wager with her and who will get a job first because she brings up the idea of her possibly getting a job.
2: Yeah, it's pretty funny. I liked that scene a lot where he's saying, let's take a bet.
0: Yeah. How
2: much do you want to bet? And she's saying, I don't want to bet. It was such a real conversation. It was a conversation that me and you would have.
1: And he's like, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I'll put up a hundred dollars. You put up a dollar.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and then, she's like,
2: I don't have a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then she got the job.
2: Yeah. She got the job immediately.
1: And he's trying to give her the money. He's like, take the money. She's like, I'm not going to take the money. I'm not going to take the money. And then as she's going to leave, she's like, I'll take the money. I might need a lunch money. Well, she says that because something
2: happened in between that. And there was a, she was like irritated with him. So she took it.
1: Yeah. Well yeah I guess right before I mean before that there was um, she goes over the list of all the household stuff that he needs to do.
2: Right.
1: And then she leaves her work and then I got a note that says mommy it's a jungle in there.
2: Yeah because the, that's what it was. He t- He told the kid to say that that's why she took the money
1: oh okay yeah <laughs> he easy. just
2: looked at her and said mommy it's a jungle out there
1: out there that okay that's right because i accidentally wrote it's a jungle it there and I'm like that doesn't make much sense i must meant in there
2: it's because she's leaving for her first day of mm-hmm. work yeah
1: and then and then we cut to um to jack taking the kids to school and going the wrong way in the drop off
2: yeah, you want to come in south and leave north. Uh-huh. But so, he came in north and left south, and everybody's shh, pissed.
1: Everybody's pissed. Somebody says, moron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, we, we visit Caroline at her job. The first day of the job, she's going up the elevator and stuff.
2: Right, and they're selling tuna. we
1: are selling tuna. She gets put right into a meeting. And of course everybody's ideas are bad. And they're like, "What do you think?" And of course she saves the day.
2: Not exactly. She just said she didn't like any of their ideas and then they all laughed at her.
1: Yeah, that's true, but it kind of like But
2: she co- she caught the attention of the boss. Yeah. And got in on another meeting later. Like yes. another more uh, secluded meeting.
1: That is correct. Right. Yes.
2: So she comes home and she says, oh, I had a bad day, but I got this meeting. Uh-huh. So for me, if I was her in that situation, I would actually just be like, you know what? I owned it. I don't think I would feel the way she did it all about them laughing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure.
2: The best part, though, in that whole scene was when they he took the kids out of the bath and one of the kids still has his socks on.
1: Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not quite there yet. Okay. Because before that, before bath time, we have the grocery store.
2: Oh, yeah. The dad took the kids to the store. And had no that idea scene was, was crazy because he was leaving his kids all over the place. And that's when the divorcees come in. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were.
1: Yep. because I got the notes saying the lady likes him.
2: Yep. That's pretty self-explanatory. I don't feel like we really need to talk about that much, but obviously there's some single ladies who want this married man whose wife is now at
1: work. And then we go to the bath time.
2: Uh, Yeah, which we kind of just went over.
1: And then the limo? Question mark. So this is when the boss is coming to pick her up. Right, the next morning. Yeah, the next morning.
2: And they sent a limo. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And is she's it, saying... Is, is she going on like a little trip for this or something?
2: I think it was at his house. They're doing like brunch.
1: Was this that part?
2: Well, this wasn't This wasn't like the family no, I party think, thing. I,
1: I think that she had to go with him somewhere. Because my next note is the chainsaw. Because this is when he comes in. And then he goes and changes. He's
2: trying to impress her boss. And he comes in wearing overalls and with a chainsaw talking about how he's working on the house doing all the projects being mm-hmm. a man. <laughs> it's so silly.
1: And then um and then after that we're we go into the private jet.
2: I feel like you're not commenting on that scene enough.
1: The chainsaw scene?
2: Yes. His masculinity was compromised so he must be man. (laughs) He changed
1: really (laughs) fast. Yeah,
2: he did. (laughs) Because he went from a robe and the guy's coming to the door and he looks down at himself and goes like, crap. And then he runs and then we see him next in the overalls coming out the back door.
1: And then he makes a comment about doing some uh, renovations and the boss says something about it and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Or, you know, this or that. And the boss looks at him like he obviously knows that he's full of it.
2: Yeah. He says something like, Did you do all the two tens? And he goes like Yeah, two ten, two eleven.
1: Yeah, some yeah. It was some
2: something like seven. that. And it's just like, No, you can tell that's not a thing. I don't think either of those, either of those things were actually a thing, but anyway, that's the point of that scene. It's just him being like, Oh, boss man, I'm the man of the house But really he comes off as like being kind of a shrimpy dork.
1: <laughs> shrimpy dork. And then, uh, the
2: wife is clearly embarrassed. She's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 The whole time. And he's it's really funny, too, because he does not care what she thinks at this point. Like, she obviously is just like, you're a dork. <laughs> and He's just like, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the attitude.
1: But then on the private jet, that's when we get the first real hint that the boss is like into her right on the private jet so they're going somewhere on the jet what did he say he says something along the lines of like commenting how pretty she is or something oh right she just kind of brushes past it
2: he no what he actually said was that her talent as a homemaker and as a pretty lady will give her an an, an advantage in the job mm-hmm. something like that
1: yeah, I forget it. Exactly he didn't
2: say "pretty lady," but he said, "I think he just he, called her attractive." He
1: commented on her looks. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, laundry time. When he's filling up the. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious! <laughs> he's just mixing up all the different laundry soaps and.
2: Yeah, and he has way too much even to begin with. Mm. It is a disaster. Like you know what's going to happen before well, it happens. Well, yeah,
1: they're stuffing the stuff into the washing machine, and he's like kicking it in there with his feet like stuffing it in there mm-hmm. and it puts all that soap in there
2: those old school front loaders were kind of cool
1: yeah and then we're introduced to Jaws
2: yeah the vacuum <laughs> the where does your mom hide the vacuum you mean Jaws <laughs> <Apparently this vacuum. laughs> and it actually played the Jaws music too <laughs> yeah apparently
1: bag vacuum just has a mind of its own
2: yeah and it tries to eat everything. Uh-huh. It was a Stark.
1: It was a Stark. Mm-hmm.
2: It was a Stark vacuum.
1: I didn't notice any logos on it.
2: Well, it was a Stark. Okay. The Stark name jaws. It was a Stark shark. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then we start seeing a bunch of like repair people come in. There's like a TV repair person and an exterminator and and a water heater person comes in. And then the like, exterminator goes downstairs. The washing machine starts going crazy.
2: Oh, everything's and, happening at once. Yeah. I also want to know why do they have so many exterminators coming to the house all at the same time? It's like, you already have three kids. You don't need all these people in there.
1: (laughs) Well, during the movie, too, that same exterminator showed up like two or three times. I know. Like all the repair people We never
2: found out exactly what they were doing. They just... They are there.
1: Yeah, they're on, like, staff for that house or something. They show up, like, once a week or something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The house is falling apart, and then he starts fighting the hoses once the washer rips off the hose, like rips away from the hoses connected to the wall and he's mm-hmm. gonna go try to shove the water and the hoses they're like flailing around and
2: yeah he does like the arm fight with them
1: yeah and then jaws strikes gets the kid's blankie
2: what did he call the blankie do you remember uh,
1: it's like
2: bum bumby or something like yeah that. i think i wrote it down somewhere. my bumby my bu- something
1: it was Boopy, boopy, wooby, 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 yeah. Woobie, woobie? My
2: wooby. Yeah. His yeah. yellow wooby.
1: Yeah, the jaws got the wooby.
2: Which is a blanket. Yeah. In case you haven't seen the movie. It's the kid's uh mm. security blanket.
1: And then at the very end of that scene you see the kid just chowing down on a whole the little baby chowing down on beans.
2: Chili. They chili. were making chili. Oh, yeah. The kid was... Yeah, yeah the kids while, were making chili. while the chili. house was
1: falling apart, the kids were making chili.
2: And the baby ate all the chili.
1: And then we immediately cut to a dirty diaper scene.
2: Well, first, though, the one of the exterminator ladies, she just looks at the baby eating the chili and she goes... <laughs> she just goes, are you crazy? You gave a baby chili? Yeah. <laughs> like... We all know what's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, dirty diaper. Then, uh, then mom's home. And at this point, is this the scene where he's just like laying on the couch and they're laying over him?
2: Yeah, she comes home. And I loved this scene because this is so true. Like if this happens... You know, just by looking at that one thing, like we, we, me and you yeah. could have not seen that entire scene and then seen this far and been like, oh, they had a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sure. she comes in and they're all, all the kids are passed out on top of the dad on the couch. Mm-hmm. So it was that kind of night. Every parent knows that kind of night.
1: Yeah.
2: Those are the nights where it looks like you slept, but you did not sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in the next morning, he has a job interview, which he's basically just like getting somebody's recipe at in the waiting room.
2: Yeah, that was funny.
1: <laughs> he he doesn't get the job. Like you see him walking out the hall, and that's the last you hear of that particular Ouch. job interview.
2: Sorry, I hit my hand mm-hmm. on the desk.
1: Mm-hmm. And then this is when we go to the work party. Her, the party at her boss's house. It's a picnic. The picnic.
2: But then there's like this competition thing.
1: Yeah, that was really weird.
2: It was, it was, I think the whole point was just that he let her boss win, but it was like a, um, obstacle course. Crazy obstacle
1: course. Yeah.
2: At his very rich family home.
1: This was probably the most 80s thing about this movie. You think so? Yeah. Having like an athletic competition
2: at a picnic?
1: Yeah. Just in ge- Yeah.
2: It's a thing that people would do.
1: Yeah, but to the extent the day that they did it.
2: Well, the, yeah, they were definitely like, fighting for like, their lives out yeah, there. Yeah,
1: like, everybody apparently has all their athletic apparel on them. and Apparel. Apparel on them, and they're just like dressed to the like they're about to go run a marathon mm-hmm. at this work party. Right, picnic. And
2: Jack came in second because he let the boss win, and the wife thanks him for letting her name's Caroline. Caroline mm-hmm. thanks him for letting her boss win.
1: Mm-hmm. and she gets a promotion that he doesn't know about, but he find like he finds out about it through like an off comment. I, don't, I forget if that was at the picnic or not. I don't think so. No, it was because at the work party, I got promotion, you say, and then solid stretching because they were stretching awkwardly.
2: He knew about the promotion. Her coworker, who was her rival, was telling him that she worked really hard to get the promotion. Yeah, and then he looks at it. Saying that she went the extra mile. She's implying that she messed around with her boss or something.
1: That's not how I interpreted that.
2: That's definitely what it was.
1: I interpreted it as... He had no idea she got a promotion because she said, I was going to tell, like, I was going to tell you.
2: Mm. But she also said, like, that's not how it happened. Like, that's yeah. not what it, she's making it sound like. So,
1: I took more notes on this whole thing because there's the, before the obstacle course, there's a the part where they're stretching. Remember how awkward their stretching was? Like, they're just kind of like, oh, it was so silly.
2: It was definitely like that on purpose. I yeah. think it's the same. That's just the same humor as the guy laying on top of the fight pile in the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah, possibly. So, and then the ra- they start racing in flippers, and then I was like, okay, this is an obstacle course. And then you mentioned how how Jack took a dive so that the boss would win, mm-hmm. and then um, and then so we leave this part and
2: i think it's really funny going from the scene with the chainsaw where he's just this really silly dude trying to be cool to like he was totally dominating yeah, the like race mr <laughs> athlete <laughs> that's funny
1: um and then we're it seems like a little bit time has passed because we see him with a beard right and this is the point where he's kind of like settled in to being the stay at home. He's
2: the mom now. And
1: he's just kind of, But he's kind of like...
2: But he doesn't care.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care.
2: He's letting it go.
1: Yeah. He has his beard. He has his soaps.
2: He has his daytime TV. Yeah. He knows the, all the storylines. And he talks with the dif- divorcees about mm-hmm. the plots. And, and and his kids like the show too.
1: And the beard grows.
2: A kid asks him for... He tells him his grilled cheese mm-hmm. is too cold and hands it to him and he uh, warms it up with the clothing iron. Yep. Which I want to know if this movie came out before Benny and June or not because that's it. Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, 100%. You think they stole the that Benny and June stole that from this?
1: I mean, I think that that was just kind of a thing because I think I've seen that in other things too.
2: You think it's just a thing that people did?
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think because like, I mean,
2: I'm going to look up when Benny and June came out.
1: Well, because, I mean, Benny and June was definitely after this because uh, Johnny Depp's first role was in Nightmare on Elm Street, and that came out after this. Yeah, it came this. out in
2: 1993.
1: Nightmare in El- What did?
2: Benny and June. Did it really? 1993. 1990. Okay, yeah. So this yeah. is... Uh, yeah, it's a full 10 years later. Yeah.
1: Um...
2: I love that movie. By the way, if you guys haven't seen Benny and June, watch it. It's good. Especially if you like Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, the grilled cheese I had noted on here. And then um, some more... It kind of seems like it's a little bit of a montage sequence of stuff happening with time kind of passing. And then we see him playing poker with all the neighborhood... Like moms. Like they're having, it's like a play day for the kids, but they're playing poker with coupons.
2: Yeah, it's more for the divorcees to get together and they're all at Jack's house hanging out. The mom comes home. I and don't think
1: they're all divorcees. Well,
2: they're yeah. all single. Are they? Oh, yeah.
1: I know. I didn't catch that. I just caught that the one was. I didn't catch that they all were.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of, there's a couple that are. You can tell they're, like, single for a reason.
1: Yeah, because there was, like, 15 kids in that room.
2: (laughs) I don't think it was that many, but (laughs) yes. Once you have over three kids, it's 15 automatically.
1: Yep. And then uh, mom gets home and sees what's going on, and then they have a fight.
2: Now I just want to say that there were four kids in my family. And (laughs) Sean's family had, like, eight.
1: Including Step.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mine, including step, was six. Yeah. So we both got big families. We know the pain. No.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. We know the joy, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh, okay. Where was I? They have a fight. So this is the fight where he's basically like,
2: he brings her dinner in bed and she's mean to him about it because he had his friends over.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Which I'm like, dude, if you're bringing me dinner in bed, I forgive you. Do whatever you want.
1: And then she starts calling him. Well, she she's, she's partially upset because he really hasn't been doing much around the house. Yeah, and he's point. letting himself and go. And he's letting himself really go. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and sleeps on the couch.
2: Did he actually sleep on the couch? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then my next note was, that was fast.
2: <laughs> Why would you just write that?
1: That was fast.
2: That's not specific enough.
1: So what this was, was, it was like the next day. She's at work. And somebody. He's watching. Is it the diverse A yeah, it's like... What she...
2: is her name in this? I keep calling her that, but... Joanne? Yeah, Joanne. Yeah,
1: Joanne. And Jillian. Yeah, she hears...
2: I read on the trivia that this was her first movie in 20 years.
1: Really? Yeah. So so she she hears that, that they've had a fight. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go over there. And she calls him and is like, hey, I'm going to come over. And he's like, kind of like, oh, whatever. And then it's like he daydreams or... He doesn't fall asleep. It doesn't look like he just has like a daydream, like a very vivid daydream where she comes over and then like they start like kissing. and like, right.
2: Yeah. He has a dream that he calls her and she comes over and they have like a little affair and then his wife gets home and somebody shoots somebody.
1: But when it starts off, though,
2: that scene was really fun.
1: Yeah. He loves his shirt.
2: Oh, yeah. He loves his shirt. He gets shot. That's right. He gets <laughs> shot and he shirt. goes, oh, no, I loved this shirt. And
1: he starts stumbling backwards and falls on the ground next to the chalk outline and scoots over to fit inside of it.
2: It was so good. Yeah. The chalk outline was already there.
0: Yeah.
1: And then uh, the dream ends. And then this is when we get like a legitimate Rocky montage of him.
2: Well, first, everybody said goodbye to him when he died. Yeah, his wife's true. goodbye was so short. She was just like, she basically was like, "Well, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go with this guy now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the legit Rocky montage of him getting, pulling himself together, getting everything super clean, and becoming like the perfect stay-at-home.
2: Out of all the Rocky montages in every movie, this one was my favorite.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: I don't like the movie Rocky, so for that's like a compliment
1: so we're watching Rocky. also sorry guys <laughs> um,
2: sorry i always feel like when i don't like movies i need to apologize for it because there's people that love
1: those movies people could get pretty defensive about their favorite classics that they like and whatnot
2: yeah so we'll agree to disagree you can love rocky i cannot love rocky our lives will go on
1: If you say so
2: I have no desire ever to watch any of those movies you know,
1: again. I've never been a huge... I've only I, seen one. I, I like... I like... Maybe two. I'm good with some... Like, I like the first Rocky, okay? Like, I'm, I've am never been, like, in love with those movies, though. So. I've never been one to, like, Oh, I gotta watch Rocky. Yeah. You know? Um, But I, I enjoy them for what they are. Anyway, he ends up burning the shirt that he loved.
2: He brings the shirt that he loved and then his kid looks down at his blankie and runs away. <laughs> yeah, because he like
1: looks at him like, okay, it's your turn.
2: It was so good. <laughs> he, the way he, they look at each other is like fantastic. I, I want to say like all that subtle humor in this movie is so good. It's so genuine. Yeah. The kids are really good actors too. Like they just feel so real.
1: Yeah, the kids get a, did a good job in this movie.
2: I really liked it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, like like you said, he runs off. And then they have the man-to-man talk about the, the Wobie.
2: Yeah. And the kid agrees to give him his blanket just for a couple days to yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Then he lays solemnly in his bed and ponders.
1: And ponders. <laughs> <laughs> and man... It was it, so cute. We still got some movie left, too.
2: I, I love when he leaves the room and... The other son is like, you had to do it. He
1: had to do it. And it's funny because a little bit later, he's like, why didn't I do that? Do you remember that? It's kind of like, why did I feel like I had to take his blanket from him?
2: I don't remember him saying that.
1: Yeah, he mentions that later. I forget at what point, but he's being self-reflective.
2: It's true, though. That. Like, I think that with kids in general, if they have a security item, let them just have it for as long as they want. It's not going to hurt anything unless it's like a dangerous object in which case obviously you don't let him have it in the first place but yeah you know like there's nothing wrong with a little security if it makes life easier for that kid just let him do it
1: yeah right uh-huh. i agree
2: although i do feel like in this case the Whoopi was making things a little more difficult especially with the vacuum but you know you take your wins where you can
1: Yes, ma'am. And then, this is
2: my parenting advice for all parents out there: <laughs> just let him have the whoopie.
1: Have them have the whoopie. <laughs> and then um, he's making, and then he makes like a really nice candlelit dinner for her, for them. And he ends up eating it alone, which is pretty classic movie trope,
0: right?
2: I'm sorry I missed what you said.
1: He makes the candlelight dinner.
2: Right. Yeah that's such that is definitely a movie thing. Um, Only
1: I would say one thing about this version of it is he didn't act. He wasn't upset about it that she didn't show up.
2: That's true. He just kind of like. Ate his food and blew out the candles and went to bed. And he, he actually like... And left, he
1: left her a note. Yeah, like a nice note too.
2: Saying, your food's in the fridge.
1: Yeah. And then she got home and then they started kissing.
2: They did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were going to do more than kiss. They,
1: they just kissed.
2: Well, that's all we saw.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all they did. They're married. <laughs> And then, um, Even
2: if they weren't married, that's where that was going. Continue.
1: And then so this is the scene the next day where she has she's the ace in the hole, like all of them come up with bad ideas. And then she pitches her idea about like lowering the price of the tuna and putting like the heart like. She comes up with the idea for the tuna campaign and the guy's like, where have you been hiding her this whole time?
2: Right. Her idea was uh, controversial for a pitch because it was basically let's lower the prices 50 cents yeah. during these difficult times. Yeah. And the, um, the boss that they were pitching it to was like, I love this. It's so American. It's an American idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to... Help people by lowering our prices. And that's it. That's it. And yeah, he loved it. Which is funny because I think that's just a thing that companies do now anyway. Yeah. Generally. Not, well, not all companies, but good companies. You know, if they can.
1: You mean like lowering the prices?
2: Yeah, lowering prices during times when it's helpful.
1: Yeah, I can see that for some stuff, but some stuff will raise prices if they need to.
2: The store that I used to work at, they would lower prices all the time for whatever reason.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: Halloween. They were a small,
2: small business.
1: Halloween Anna.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's dressed up like a prisoner. Like a prison.
2: Right. And at first I did a double take because I was like, why is he dressed like that? <laughs> but then you see the skeleton on the door and it becomes obvious.
1: Yeah. And then the mom's getting ready to leave and he's upset. He doesn't want her to leave.
2: Right. She has to go on a weekend trip or yeah. a week long trip They're, to California to go shoot the commercial.
1: For the tuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have a heart to heart out there in front of... Uh, like. He asked of her not to go.
2: Yeah. And she said, can we just have this conversation In five days, when I get back,
1: (laughs) basically, yeah.
2: That would be tough. Yeah. Being left alone with the kids for five days is like—is this the week that I'm gonna lose it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how it feels.
1: And she she gets in the she gets in the limo and leaves, and then it shows them like walking down the street, getting ready to go trick or treating. But then we cut to the next... We cut to a scene where he's... It's a pretty quick scene when he's trying to baby uh, potty train the baby.
2: Right. We're potty training right now.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I kind of marked this note down particularly particular because I, we're like...
2: Oh, look, potty training. P- potty training. Except that our kid is three and that kid is one. <laughs> but, you know... That's how it goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You just kind of you kind of like start potty training when they're one, and you're still doing it until they're four. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes sometimes.
1: And then the babysitter shows up, and he's like, he's like, who are you?
2: He's yeah. He's like,
1: nope. <laughs> yeah, and he ends up taking. I
2: wouldn't let her watch me kid either. <laughs>
1: and he ends up taking all the kids with him to uh, to a review board at his old job. Like they asked him to come in. Because they need to, like, review some stuff that's happening or something.
2: Right, with their company. Yeah, because their they're And he goes, because I think he sees the opportunity to potentially get his old job back. Yeah. But it's not an interview.
1: No, it's not. Yeah. And that kind of falls apart. He kind of, like, tells them off a little bit, tells off the guy who brought him there.
2: The guy who brought him there was doing sketchy stuff, and yeah. he wanted him to cover for him, and he wouldn't. Which is, like... Then, a very real thing that could and happen
1: and then he yelled at his kid and he's like if you yell, if you talk to my kid like that one more time I'll punch you in the face
2: the funny thing is when he yelled as a kid, at his kid it wasn't that bad he just told him to get out but I also see where Jack's coming from because it's not somebody else's job to yell at the kid it's the dad's job yeah so yeah I mean I wouldn't let a stranger talk to Owen like that like ever Yeah. so totally got it I really liked the scene where they ruined the bathroom afterwards.
1: They he just turned up the bathroom. He just it,
2: took all the kids to the bathroom and they, they totally wrecked it with the toilet paper. And they
1: walk in on the... The people doing the review walk in on him with toilet paper all over the bathroom and the kids are going crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we do... We have this, sh- this scene where they're actually shooting the commercial out of California. I mean... Not a whole lot happens here.
2: What? Yeah, Carolyn just kind of steps in and saves the day a little bit.
1: The only thing that really happens here is that Caroline, the, bo- sorry. the boss is like, basically like, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? And she's like, no, I no, I'm just gonna go take a bath. I'm gonna go back to the hotel room and take a bath. And he's like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like that sounds like a plan. Right. Almost like she's inviting him, even though she wasn't.
2: Right.
1: And then um,
2: he's starting to be a creep.
1: Yeah this is when he really starts kind of getting creepy And then we cut to uh, I forget What other transitions are in here or anything But We take like he's having He's out with the girls Like they're out at a dinner Mm -hmm. And then they leave the dinner And then the girls take him to a strip club Right To the male strip And I was just like this is kind of a weird Turn in this movie
2: it's a random scene. It feels like a filler a little bit to me. It
1: feels like a filler, but it just also kind of feels like like you know, this is like a like a family they they would not put anything like that in a family movie today. Yeah. You know.
2: I really felt like it was unnecessary. It was it wasn't a totally it was kind of a forgettable scene, honestly. Like but this movie
1: this movie's rated P G. Right? Mm-hmm. That's definitely PG thirteen today.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you see the guys in their speedos.
1: Yeah, and you like you see but a I guy don't know. Like stuff money into his speedo.
2: Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, you're right. It wasn't that bad though. Like I mean, it wasn't that
1: bad, but I'm just saying it seemed like a like a left turn. Yeah, you know what I mean in this movie. I do
2: I think, think you're right movie. that it it would make it. This movie probably would be PG 13 today.
1: Yeah, I think there's a few. Like, he says shit at one point. And. Yeah.
2: I didn't really mind that scene, though. Like, it just didn't add or take away anything for me. Yeah, no. I'm it not, I'm it not, did I, remind me of, like.
1: I'm not saying the scene bugged me at all or anything. I'm just saying that it seemed like a completely random mm-hmm. turn in the movie. It like, just brought whoa. my
2: it brought my mind back to like seeing bodybuilders on TV and like, stuff.
1: Like when did this show turn into when does this movie turn into Magic Mike?
2: You know what's funny is that I've never known a lady who went that crazy looking at a dude.
1: That club was
2: packed. It was packed with ladies, there and they were all just like shrieking.
1: Seven hundred ladies. In Whenever you tiny see strip like club.
2: movies of women going to male strip clubs, they're like. Bouncing off the walls so excited
1: <laughs> They cannot contain themselves
2: But I just don't understand What happened in
1: this movie the, the, That's what I'm saying the, Yeah the Joanne girl she gets up and then she starts dancing with them
2: That's what I'm saying Like yeah. I've never known anyone Who got that excited for some guy Just like dancing around in his underwear
1: <laughs> Um. So he gets home And then The, the one mom Who's there who who volunteered to watch the kids. He was like, now understand why you volunteered to watch them. you knew what they were going to do. Uh. She just smiles. And yeah, then, and
2: then she stays like way too long.
1: Yeah, she's there for a while apparently just chilling because the kids want to call the mom. And then this is when the boss answers the phone. Right. And then he's like, where's my wife? And he's like, you got the wrong number. And it hangs up. And then, He didn't
2: say you have the wrong number. He just hung up on him.
1: No, he said wrong number. He and, did. and then hung up real quick. Hmm. Yeah. And then. Um, and then. So Jack
2: starts stressing out because he called his wife and a man answered the phone. Yeah. And but, told him that she was in the bath and, and then got off the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and then it, it cuts to the hotel room and she comes out of the bathroom. But it's funny because when she comes out at first, she's not. She Oh, who was that on the phone? Well, she was confused that he was there. She was confused, but her first question was, "Who was that on the phone? Not, what are you doing in my room?"
2: Yeah. Well, I think she wanted. I think that was going to be her next question, but she wanted <laughs> to know who was on the phone before she kicked him out. Yeah.
1: And then he starts creeping on her pretty hardcore. And then she punches him in the face. Yeah, and he him, deserved Get it. Get out.
2: She throws a good punch. He fell over yeah. the chair. Yeah. The whole chair fell down.
1: And then we, and then we cut back to Jack, and he's pissed off and he rips the phone out of the wall and starts breaking things and like kicks the TV
2: yeah and this is when the babysitter's like oh I can see that I should
1: go yeah she over. she's like I am I'm, I'm outie and then uh, the next morning he's making minor changes to the house where the kids are like painting the living room and everything's going crazy Joanne comes over she hears what happened from the one mom and my next he's notice, like
2: redesigning their entire yeah. house.
1: And then my next note is Joanne's creeping too because she starts creeping on him. And then he's in the bathroom kind of contemplating. He's like, should I do this? Should I not do this? Like, no, nah, I can't do this. I'm in love with my wife. I like,
2: loved how he went through every single letter of the alphabet with reasons. He went through 26 reasons A to Z why he should do it. Yeah. And trying to convince himself. And then he gets to Z and Z is, you're not going to do anything. You're too in love with your wife. (laughs) And then by the time he gets out of the bathroom, she's not there anymore. And his wife is. Yeah. And he says the wrong name first and then looks at the bed and it's her. And she says, like, are you going to get my name right? (laughs) Why was there another woman in our bed? Yeah. And, uh. I can't remember what exactly. And then
1: he's like, he's like, why didn't another man answer the phone at your hotel room?
2: Right. Which makes sense. That's definitely where that conversation would go.
1: And then they go downstairs. And then, of course, the TV repair person's there. The exterminator's there. The boss shows up with flowers.
2: Right. To apologize. To apologize. To not be creepy. Yeah. But also, I feel like if you were being creepy and you want to apologize, flowers isn't the right option. You don't want to give somebody flowers when you were hitting on them and now you're not hitting on them anymore because giving them flowers is still hitting on them, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to apologize to somebody for being a creep, you need to come empty handed. Mm -hmm. No gifts. Otherwise, it's still creepy. Which is why they all pass the flowers around. <laughs> yeah, and the flowers and then, grow from person to person as the conversation's going on.
1: Yeah, and then his old boss, who laid him off, he also shows up, and he's like, "You need to come back to work. We need you. I'll give you whatever you want." And then the kid says something. He's like, he tells the kid to shut up, basically. And then Jack punches him in the face. Mhm. And because he's he's like, I told you
2: never to talk to my kid that way. Yeah.
1: And then at this point, both bosses are trying to negotiate with them still to come back to work Mm -hmm. because they're so vital. And And he
2: ends up agreeing if they hire back Larry, which is Christopher Lloyd and the other guy.
1: Larry. Yeah. And the other guy. I don't know. Forget who the other guy is. Is it Ron? I think that's the guy that just didn't talk. Like he didn't have lines. Yeah. Forget who the other guy is. But yeah,
2: he had to, they had to take both of them back. And if they did that, he would come back too. Yeah. And then they agree
1: and everything's all good.
2: So his wife Caroline, she quits the job, Jack goes back to work at his old job.
1: Yeah, I don't they never specifically said at one point whether she fully quit her job or not cuz you hear you hear like negotiating with them too is like like she, she could come back 3 days a week.
2: No, but she said she was done. Did she? Yeah. Okay. I missed that. She said that if she wants another job, she'll get a better one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that part. I mean, who would want to work with that guy anymore after that happened? Yeah. You know, like, I wouldn't put up with that, so.
1: And then we finish off the movie with some, with the end credits and some sweet jazz music.
2: Was there jazz? <laughs>
1: yeah, it was like the most jazzy as a jazz music. Was it
2: that... It was like... Yeah,
1: it was like elevator music. Almost. It wasn't even... I don't even know if it was that. I think it, was, it just sounded like generic jazz
2: music to me. I'm just... I don't even mean, you know. I, I can't go an episode without singing anymore. You can't? Even if it's not my real singing voice.
1: That, that was your real singing voice. I feel like
2: every time I sing, that should be the drinking game for our show. Oh, there's
0: drinking When Anna sings,
2: then you drink. I'm Yeah, I'm stealing that from uh, the Zach Braff <clears throat> and uh, Donald Faison podcast. What hmm. is that? What is that called? Friends. A fake doctor's real friends. Yeah, the that's what podcast. I was stealing that from. Okay, the only podcast that I've ever listened to multiple episodes
1: of. <laughs>
2: nice. Aside from, well, I've heard bits and pieces of ours, but I've never listened to a full de- full episode of ours. Yeah. So. Are we
1: you ready? We're ready for, ready the next for what segment? Yes, I am. Okay.
2: Did we really finish the movie? We
1: finished the movie. That was it. Wow. Now it's time for.
2: And it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now it's time for do 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 Google Play Review.
2: I like this part.
1: <laughs> you like this part? <laughs> yeah I do, it's funny. Um So we'll start off with this one. It's a little longer than the ones I read, but I like the first sentence of this. I was wrong about this movie and I take back everything I said originally. The film is very progressive in its approach and revolutionized the formula of a father taking care of the kids while the mother thrives in the workforce.
2: What did you say originally? Oh, it's a review.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what the review said. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> while the mother thrives at the workforce. It was very feminist. Michael Keaton and Terry Garr make, the, make for perfect leads and Martin Mull still gives his best here. I also love seeing John Hughes and Aaron Spelling of 90210 working together. Definitely a great film to watch for any comedy fans. Four stars. I totally love this movie. Michael Keaton makes me laugh every time I watch him, even when he's not trying to be funny. Watching this movie, it's a great stress reliever. Five stars. Great movie. Not $9.99 great, more like $4.99 great, five stars.
2: What does that even mean?
1: (laughs) It means it's not worth spending 10 bucks to watch it, but they'll spend five bucks to watch it. That's (laughs) classic comedy for all dads to see, four stars.
2: I feel like it's a good movie for everybody to see.
1: This period, movie period, is worth period seeing, one star
2: no period after seeing <laughs> no. oh my gosh
1: <laughs> they gave it one star they and gave then, it one star yeah
2: even though they said it's worth seeing
1: such a funny show five stars couldn't stop laughing a classic 80s movie the kids were adorable the five kids stars. were
2: adorable
1: okay now let me see i usually like to cut down i feel
2: the, like everyone in this movie was adorable Not just the kids.
1: Lame idea for a movie. One star.
2: That person's not a parent and never was a kid either.
1: And there's no two (laughs) or three stars. From there, it just goes to four and five.
2: There's only one one star or two?
1: There's two, and I read one of them. Where they're basically like, watch this movie. Here's one. Mr. Mom. Five stars. Here's a five-star review that just says Gary. Gary.
2: There's no Gary in this movie. <laughs> that must be the, the the Raider's name.
1: No, the no the Raiders name is Larry.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Larry rated the movie five stars, not his review, he just wrote Gary.
2: Maybe that's the guy that recommended the movie to him. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Well that's it for the for the Google Play reviews. Alright, Anna, let's do our five star rating now.
2: We don't have a a little jig for
1: the five star rating. We don't have a jig for the five star rating. Do you want to? Do want to go over one? No pressure.
2: Five five star rating. We're debating. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, works for me.
2: It's terrible. I'm not doing that five ever star again. Star
1: rating. We're <laughs> debating. You got to do
0: like Michael Jackson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you do it again. Do it five again. Five
1: star rating. <laughs> <laughs> We're debating. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute um, So what's your five star rating Anna?
2: I am going to give this movie five stars
1: Five stars?
2: Yep Five stars This might be my first five star I'm not sure I
1: think it might be since we've been doing I'm usually pretty
2: hard on movies Yeah I'm giving it five stars because I have zero negative things to say about this movie
1: It was a pretty just like fun 80s comedy it
2: It, made us laugh it was exactly what i wanted to watch
1: and when i when we finished moving it or (laughs) when we finished watching it it just it felt like it it was just a pleasant experience i agree with you yeah i mean it wasn't a perfect movie i'm not gonna give it five stars there's no perfect movie there's perfect movies
2: okay like what
1: like uh shh the Green Mile. Yeah, you're right. Shawshank Redemption.
2: Also right. Those are kind of different genres from this one, though.
1: Uh, Harry and the Hendersons. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this movie, too. It was... It was what I was looking for. When I watched an 80s comedy, this is the kind of movie I'm looking for. And the last couple weeks before that were kind of a bit i wasn't as into the movies and stuff so watching this was kind of refreshing a little bit for me so that might kind of bump up my rating a little more i'm going to give it a 4 star
2: why are you taking off one star it's i mean it's cuz it's just a movie
1: it's it's just a movie and there are parts in the movie that just Even though it's a comedy and stuff that makes zero sense, like this whole strip club scene. There's just a couple of times in the movie that's just like, almost like, why is this in here? Yeah. And, you know, not all the comedy hit with me. And there was parts where it's like, you don't know if it was done on purpose or done for a gag.
2: Now you're making me feel like I should have done four stars. No,
1: you're fine with your five. You asked me why I took a star off. Right. And that's why. If you want five stars, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Favorite character. Oh, dang. Favorite character. For me, it's easy. It's Jack, Michael Keaton. He's the, you know, lead of the movie with uh, Terry Gars, the co-lead, and
2: yeah, Jack's my favorite character, he drove, too. He, he was... He's the whole movie. He was
1: vital for a lot of the comedy and stuff.
2: Yeah. Plus, yeah. His, his comedy was so genuine. It was really great. <clears throat> I've never seen him in a role like that before. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah.
2: He was so carefree. Like, it was so, like...
1: So, like, what?
2: I'm trying to think of the right word. We'll go with carefree.
1: So carefree. Okay. Well, you've already talked about the remake. They they had like this sequel series kind of, which kind of makes, I was kind of thinking about it a little bit, and it makes sense that they, you know, they couldn't use the same cast for a TV series, partially because they're at the time, you know, movie actors at the time weren't doing TV but also, their story was told. Right. You know, you can't do Mr. Mom again when their story was already told. So, that makes sense. Um, so, we'll move on to... What are we currently into, Anna?
2: We just finished Severance. That show is crazy. I had a panic attack, attack during the last episode. And I've been stressed out already, so it wasn't just from the show... But we were watching the last episode. We only got like 15 minutes in. I had a panic attack and we had to wait until the next day to finish it. (laughs) Yeah. So it is intense.
1: Would you recommend it?
2: Definitely. It's so good.
1: Awesome show.
2: Yeah, I loved it. I would watch it again. Yeah. And like definitely will continue to watch it as new seasons come out.
1: Anything else?
2: No, I don't think so.
1: Nothing else at all? Not for me. Well, see, so yeah, I agree. I watched that too. And then I watched, I finished the third season of Servant, also on Apple Plus. Which I do not watch. And it does not watch that. That ended on a crazy wtf moment
2: i'm actually afraid to watch that show it sounds really creepy to me sean's talked about it a little bit to me and i've just been like that sounds scary
0: yeah
1: it's m night Night Shyamalan.
2: that makes me want to watch it but But the premise sounds so terrifying
1: some of the and like mm, disturbing yes some of the content is definitely disturbing especially like, I had a hard time with one episode in particular because it dealt with, like, infant death and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, it's, it could be kind of a tough movie.
2: Is your sound on?
0: Yeah, B- what?
1: My sound? Okay. Yeah.
2: I just wasn't seeing the bar when you were talking.
1: Yeah, it's on. Yeah, you can see my little boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Oh, Okay. My little
2: He's talking about his heartbeat on the
1: screen. My heartbeat on the screen. Okay, Anna. We're about to wrap it up. And I just realized that I have not picked a movie for next week.
0: Oh,
2: really? Yeah. Does that mean I can pick?
1: No. It's my turn to pick. <laughs> I've had one movie that I've been kind of keeping in my back pocket that I've been wanting to watch. And it's, and I think I'm going to choose that. What is it? I think this is the week, Anna.
2: Do you want a drum roll?
1: I think this is the week. Oops, I just hit my mic. <sighs> Where we watch The Godfather.
2: <gasps> I've had that in my back pocket, too.
1: I think this is the week.
2: But it's like three hours long. That means our oh, next podcast Jesus. is, is going to be long? so long.
0: Hey, Google,
1: how long is The Godfather? Uh, it is two hours. It's and 55 three nights. hours long.
2: Maybe we could do half and half. Like, we could do it two yeah. weeks in a row and no. just.
1: We could, uh, we could watch it over two nights, but we can't record over two days in a row. All right,
2: that, it's just that whenever we do a movie. Like what, doing a movie podcast, our podcast ends up being about as long as the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um, so that is a long one. We'd have to time it right. We'd have to like watch it on Thursday. Or no, we'd have to watch it on Friday and then podcast on Saturday for sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, It's definitely one that I want to watch. <clears throat> Um,
2: I want to watch it too. Let's just do it. Neither of us have seen it.
1: That's one of those movies where I like, I tell my friends I haven't seen Like, what? It's really? one
2: of those movies that, like, everyone has seen it but us. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are references to it all the time that we just miss.
1: There's references to it that I know that are Godfather references. But, but you don't, I don't know why. Know the full, I have a little context for it, but not the full context.
2: Yeah, you know? we know the voice. And it's, I'm not seeing that movie and then hearing a bunch of people do the, like, like, that's annoying when you don't know.
1: <laughs> All right. <Anna. laughs> do you know what I mean? So next week we're going to get crazy. We're going to watch The Godfather. Okay. I got to mentally prepare myself for it. I've been tired. So. What time is it now? Two o'clock.
2: We podcasted until 2 a.m. And I managed to stay awake, which is a bad sign. You seem
1: more awake than I do right now. I know. I got off work at midnight. I'm pretty burnt.
2: I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to sleep. It's bedtime. Are we done? We're done. (laughs) Sean looks like he's going to pass out.
1: Say bye, Anna. Bye, Sean. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: My father's no different than any other powerful man who's responsible for other people.
0: I had this part in the picture, it puts me right back up on top again. This Hollywood big shot's gonna give me what you want. He says there's no chance. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You know my father, men are coming here to kill him. Now you want to get mixed up in the family
1: business?
2: I thought you
0: weren't going to become a man like your father this for you Fredo you're my older brother and I love you but don't ever take sides with anyone against the
1: family again ever Michael do you renounce Satan and all his works I do renounce
2: him <laughs> you ask me about my business Kate.
0: is it true <laughs>
2: Take the gun, take the cannoli.